0: Barnabas woke trembling, his heart pounding, his breath coming in gasps. An enormous weight seemed to be pushing down on his body, and his limbs felt sluggish and bound. He dug his fingers into the pillow, smothering his face, and clawed his way out of the dream. For a long moment he lay panting in the darkness, floating out of the nightmare, feeling himself drift as the harrowing visions faded and spiraled down into a dark, deepening vortex." He rolled over with a sigh and forced open his eyes. Reaching for the sheets, he nervously stroked their cool surfaces with his fingertips. Then he twisted toward the window, where the sky brightened with false dawn and pale curtains glowed, ghostly white. Aberrant thoughts ran through his skull as he struggled for release from the panic that gripped him. He wondered whether he should wake Julia and ask for another injection. She kept the vial on her dresser and would be pleased if he woke her. Glad to be of assistance.
1: This is Dark and Stormy Nights, the podcast where we read the first page, and only the first page, of every novel ever written. I'm your host, Vin LeBate,
0: And I'm your other
1: host, Ben Bladberg. And tonight we're talking about Dark Shadows, Angelique's Descent, by Laura Parker, published in 1998. Uh, this title was suggested to us by a former guest and friend of the show, Jess Shotan. And our guest tonight is Will Hughes. Welcome to the show, Will. Hi, thanks for having me. I have some issues. Excellent. <laughs> you warned me that you had quote unquote beef. So I have, a, I have some
2: beef. Let's yeah, get to the beef. Uh, yeah. So I, I, because I try to be a conscientious podcast guest, uh, I listened to a couple episodes of the show to get into the rhythm of it. On the Man Kazinti Wars episode, I listened to the, Was the first one I listened to. First of all, I've, listened, I've read a ton of Niven, uh, so I'm like, these guys don't know what they're talking about. They're, they're doing research on the fly. I can hang with these people. This is good. <laughs> but then y'all start talking about the idea of uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald writing a story in this series. It's a brief comic riff, but then at no point does anyone say, The Great Catsby.
1: Oh, oh. God, you're right. And that oh. was
2: very upsetting for me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm going to delete our Fireside account. Yeah, the show is over. This is done. This has been a fiasco. Uh,
2: also, also the interactive fiction game that you were talking about on the Zork game by Adam Cadre was nine oh five. That's that's all my errata
0: <laughs> that I have for the show. This this is good. I I, I was telling Vin that I, I I would like to have a an episode where we revisit things and we can double check. Like, were we right when we said that like this was a terrible thing? Or uh, this 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 serves as our our our, our revisit?
2: Yeah. Yeah, podcasting is a medium where you cannot look backwards because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh it's a it's a whole enterprise about saying whatever you think. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's always bad. I just by the way, I just looked do you guys want to guess how many episodes of Dark Shadows there were?
1: Uh five seasons and a couple attempts at a reboot.
2: Ben, you wanna you wanna give me a guess? How many <laughs> episodes?
0: Uh I I once owned a book that like cataloged all of the science fiction on TV, and I want to mm-hmm. say the Dark Shadow section was, like, what? Uh, like it, it was hundreds.
2: Like According to Wikipedia, we're looking at 1,225 episodes of television.
0: Wow. So, the next question then is, uh, how many of those have, have any of us seen?
2: Maybe, maybe four minutes of, I think,
0: maybe
1: four minutes. Yeah, that's why I wanted you on this one, was to be an expert. <laughs> because that's more than I think either of us have seen. <laughs>
0: See, now now, now we're going to have Jess Chotan come back with her beef on this episode. <laughs> this is going to be like a great rolling beef uh, scenario. Mm. I like it. I know this is a played out meme, but uh, the rolling
2: beef scenario is an excellent band name.
0: Oh, it is. <laughs> is it so like I, uh No, sorry. You go.
2: No, I, I have no awareness of Dark Shadows beyond uh, there's probably a vampire who I think might now, after reading this, be diabetic. <laughs> Because this opening page is not unakin to waking up as a diabetic in in like your late 30s. (laughs) You're disoriented, you're creaky and you need an injection.
1: Yeah, that's that's funny because like I, you know, initially reading this, I'm like, oh, this is all the standard language of horny romance. But yeah, actually, that also applies. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't look at the
2: cover and see the very uh, dramatic man on it. Mm-hmm. you would just assume that this was about it. Uh, like someone in their forties waking up.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that, that cover is very dramatic. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, also, I, I do love the, the sales pitch, a tale of erotic love and dark obsession.
0: And the, the, the two faces staring out at you, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, this starts like, uh, yeah, just, it's just like someone waking up and not feeling so great. and am just like, yes, I know it. Like, I'm, I'm in my forties now. I get this. Yeah. There's uh, a, there's a lot of same in this, in this text. Mm-hmm. You, you don't mean to say that this is repetitive in some ways, do you?
2: No, no, no. I'm, I mean, repetitive of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yes. Trembling
2: check, heart pounding check, breath and gasps. Yeah. Enormous weight. Absolutely. Jesus. <laughs> was this, was this a message? Was this, is this why I was asked on for this episode? Is, is this an intervention? <laughs>
0: have, yes. Well, this is an intervention for uh, Brooklyn, and we uh, want you to get some cool sheets <laughs> that you can twist. Uh, no, yeah. Nervously stroke. Yeah, I just Gosh. want to tell Barnabas that thread count is a lie.
1: <laughs> mm. Before we get quite into the text, do either of you know who Laura Parker is, the author?
2: I do not. I do from the cursory Google search I just did, but yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, that's her picture on the cover because she's the actress that played Dominique, or Angelique, sorry.
2: <laughs> A character who I believe is played by what, Ava Mendes in the, in the movie, in the Burton movie revival?
1: I believe so.
2: Which I've also never seen.
1: hmm Yeah. Well into the, oh, Tim Burton made another movie phase of his career. hmm
0: And, uh, I- in that phase of my appreciation of him as well. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm beginning to think like, you know what? I should rewatch Mars Attacks, uh, you know, but haven't made it to that, that point yet.
2: I mean, Mars Attacks is now in the good half of his career.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Do you guys think this is wildly uh, inappropriate speculation, but do you think he'll have like a a renaissance? Or do you think like, like he burned out all of his like weird child uh, interests and obsessions uh, and all that's left is like superficial goth tendencies? I will say he's producing
2: that Adam's that family show, the, the Wednesday show for, for Netflix, mm-hmm. and I'm mildly interested in that. I don't actually think it'll be good, but I at least want to see it happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's probably poured. I, I, I believe we have gotten all of the good Tim Burton we're going to get, probably.
1: Yeah, I think, I think there's the problem where people are still sort of paying him to make the same thing. Mm-hmm. So until that well dries up, he's probably
0: just set to coast. Uh, for the alternate universe where he directed Cabin Boy. Hmm. I mean, let's let's also celebrate the, the half that was good. Right. That was that was a lot of good stuff going on. Wait, Jenna Ortega is playing Wednesday, Adams. No, no. Hmm, sorry. OK, yes. This is our, our, our much lauded on the fly uh, research that goes off in odd tangents. Mm hmm.
2: If you have any questions, uh, my my entire job is just cataloging all of the dumb ephemera of pop culture, like TV and movie productions. So you got uh, hmm. Gomez is uh, Luis Guzman, which oh, I can definitely, shit, yeah. uh, definitely enjoy. Is someone good as Morticia too? But we're talking about a different weird supernatural TV show.
0: Yeah. Although, I mean, kind of great that uh, like in the what 60s i guess the vampires were well vampires the the weird gothic family was played for laughs for laughs and then what is this 80s late 70s when does dark shadow start uh it uh, ended in 1971 yeah yeah oh wait it ends in 71 mhm yes oh wow so it's like right after uh the adams family
2: and then laura parker comes along a scant 27 years later to pen this novel
0: mhm I mean, the fact that, like, she is an actress related to, like, that makes sense to me. Like, I do like the idea of just being like, like, you end up with five seasons, maybe some failed reboots, and you're like, like, no one saw what I was doing there. Like, I need to express this, like, very subtle thing. And, of course, the novel is a perfect uh, medium for uh, subtleties.
1: Yeah, that does actually sound like a plot from a TV show about an actress who had a TV show that ended... 20 years ago and still wants to talk about the character. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've seen that. Yeah. People don't know how Angelique descends, and they need to. It's true. Mm. But they will not find out on this page.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. In which she does not appear. I mean, even the cover is very, like, I mean, there's that inset picture of her, but I feel like Barnabas, like, maybe it's just because the fact that she looks like a normal human being, mm-hmm. and Barnabas uh, looks cadaverous. Uh, makes him stand out more, but like, I'm not, I'm not expecting a lot of Angelique material just from the cover, except for the title, which has like, what two subtitles? Mm-hmm. I have a question.
1: Yes, is Barnabas a vampire? Because he's got a beating heart. Yeah, I. That's a good question because my impression is that Barnabas is a vampire. He's he certainly I, has vampire vibes. Yeah. Um. Is he taking? Is his is his insulin here his anti-vampire juice? Is that what's going on?
0: Is, it, is this like a, a, a true blood scenario? <laughs> yeah, that was my
1: interpretation of this page based on my assumption that he needs to be a vampire for this series to work. It would be wild if he was just a sick guy.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if Dark Shadows was just the tale of this guy who just didn't eat very well and like didn't get a lot of sun.
1: Oh, that'd be an amazing reveal after a thousand episodes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's, let's get officially into the text with our first line. Barnabas woke trembling, his heart pounding, his breath coming in gasps. Right. Definitely is a romance novel.
0: Breath. Heart. And also, it, yeah. yeah, a lot
1: Wait, how, why does functions. this
2: read as romance to you? It, it reads as sick <laughs> man to me.
1: <laughs> like it's. It's funny to me because this page has, like, all of the symptoms of a man in some sort of psychological or health crisis, but it has all of the verbiage of a romance novel, like, trembling, his heart pounding, like, stroking the cool surfaces, lay panting.
0: Well, it's it's funny because, like, definitely that first sentence, if you uh, maybe took out the verb uh, woke uh, and just said... (laughs) Like, Barnabas trembled, his heart pounding, his breath coming in gasps. You might say, like, oh, sorry, like, I didn't mean to interrupt you and, like, close (laughs) the door on this scene. But, like, yeah, there is something that could be read, I think, as, uh, erotic, uh, an, an erotic interlude at that moment. But that second sentence, an enormous weight seemed to be pushing down on his body and his limbs felt sluggish and bound, uh just does not read as uh, erotic to me. It, That's fair. It, it, it does seem much more like uh, uh, <laughs> a medical episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do
2: take as your point that this is extremely sensuous language, right? This yeah. is all about his sense impressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just all bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a fine line.
2: Yeah, and the only human, uh, only other person mentioned on the page is, could for all intents and purposes be his nurse. hmm mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. I do like I mean there's something about the fact that well that that she would be pleased if you he woke her uh glad to be of assistance. Like that to me is like the first real interesting thing on the page because like yeah like two and a half paragraphs of like he doesn't feel so good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at at length and and with a lot of like, you know, detail, maybe somewhat repetitive. Yeah, uh, like people
1: people say that the most boring thing you can do is describe a dream, but actually, describing looking at someone having a dream for two paragraphs doesn't create a whole lot of tension either. <laughs>
0: yeah, I definitely have had writing teachers who've just said like, like, please don't start with someone waking up. <laughs> like, I know you think like the day starts, so the story starts, but like, please don't. Uh, and yet.
2: This is, i do don't know—I—I I find this very evocative. I feel very sympathetic towards Barnabas now. It's like <laughs> God, this poor fucking guy.
0: Uh, yeah.
2: No indication of what the dream was about. Don't really need to know.
1: Mm, that can't be important.
2: If I had to guess, Angelique. Mm. <laughs> she has to get in there somewhere, right?
0: Yeah. For a long moment, he lay panting in the darkness. Yeah. I, now, now that you pointed this out, Vin, like I—I I do wonder. Like it feels like there—there there is like. Uh, the languorous language of sensuality in here, mm-hmm. uh, like interspersed with, I don't know, the I mean, I guess that 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 is kind of like the new gothic. right? It's very sensual, but also dark. Oh, the, the harrowing visions, the, the dark deepening vortex, the, the cool surfaces of the sheets. Like it's all kind of like jumbled together. Yeah. Again, saying something. Don't know if it's right. We'll just try it.
2: He rolled over with a sigh and forced open his eyes. That's very relatable. <laughs> I imagine him literally like clawing his eyes open
0: and god um
2: is he waking up in the daytime too is this guy a vampire
0: oh god I just love the idea of him like clawing open his eyes and just being like "Ugh, Mondays mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like let's make him real relatable if
2: the first word of this book was Garfield would it be that different
1: <laughs> God, boy this actually reads pretty much like a Garfield novel if you switch right. that in. <laughs> Garfield woke trembling, Burn. his heart pounding, his breath coming in gasps. An enormous weight seemed to be pushing down on his body. His limbs felt sluggish and bound. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah.
0: You, you, you pull out, and it's O.D. on his body, mm. right? Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> he wondered whether he should wake Liz and ask her for another injection.
0: <laughs> Thank you. That was the that was the pull I was going for. Like, it's not John. It's yeah. Uh, rolled over with a side, forced to open his eyes. Mondays. Uh whether he should wake Liz and ask her for another lasagna. Hmm.
2: Uh, You you guys are experts on books. Is there a Garfield novelization anywhere?
1: Oh God, that's a good question. (laughs)
2: Like maybe for a tale of two kitties or whatever.
1: Um, I'm making the terrible mistake of Googling it.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Like an an adult book.
2: Or even Hmm. for children. I just want a book that really gets into like, that's because that's one of the great things about like adaptations, right? Is you can get into the head of the characters. Yeah. Uh, in a way that you don't with like straight media or like like video or whatever. I want something from the internal perspective of Garfield the cat. Does he feel bad when he wakes up? He's he's you know a morbidly obese feline. Not to not to be judgy, hmm. can't feel great.
1: I am not seeing any Garfield pros, which is honestly shocking to me. I mean,
0: hmm. <laughs> this one that I found has a poster inside, so yeah.
1: Okay, here we go. I mean, it is yeah, based on
2: the feature film. I mean, it's a scholastic children's novel, but yes, Garfield, The Tale of Two Kitties. I forgot that they spelled tale T-A-I-L. How clever.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was a team of people, probably. Uh, but yeah, you know, a book is good when no author is listed on the cover.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm really sad that there's not a look inside on this one.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you could imagine like like a novelization of a movie. So it's going to be like stills from the movie with. Mm -hmm. Like that, that is my experience, uh, like occasionally reading, you know, Disney books uh, to my son, where it's like, it's like, oh, you know, like there's some that have like uh, uh, original artwork, which I really enjoy. And then there's some that are just like, oh, here's a still from like the movie Cars. Mm -hmm. You know,
2: I don't. Is this speaking of adaptations? Is this giving Dark Shadows fans what they want?
0: It's funny you ask that. I've been uh, reading a bunch of um licensed role playing games mm-hmm. like uh like uh mouse guard um and doctor who and the question has come up before in my mind like who is this for exactly you know like i i mean i guess that that also kind of applies to tie in novelizations where it's just like someone who didn't want the story to end or who wants to be inside the story in a different way but like i don't know yeah i i, I feel like
1: the transition from gothic vampire soap opera to a tale of erotic love and dark obsession is probably kind of on track. (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. My impression of dark shadows, the show is this uh, man uh, giving this exact look on the cover Mm -hmm. to a variety of women who enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, uh. And I, I'm just wondering if watching this man uh, come damn near close to, I think wedding himself. (laughs) Uh, as he tries to, like, pull himself out of sleep. I don't know if that's quite... It, again, it's sensual, but not erotic. We're, we're really forging uh-huh. some, like, important distinctions here yeah. in, in uh-huh. human sexuality. I really want to read this Garfield book now. I'm, mm. I, I can't stop thinking about it.
1: <laughs> so here's another, here's another small aside. Based on the picture on the cover, what would you guess Angelique's nationality is? I mean, she looks like
2: a Caucasian woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's wearing no visible clothing, so there's no no indicators there. I I mean, she looks American.
1: Yeah, apparently, for
2: she, lack of a better word,
1: according to one of the wikis I was looking at and just lost my place on, uh, she is from Martinique oh. in the West Indies hmm. uh, and practices Voodoo. Oh.
2: okay. So that's uh, you know this is a word I, I try to use lightly. That's problematic. <laughs>
0: a little bit. Yeah. That, like I wonder how that was handled in the recent movie, uh, hmm. but not enough to go see it. Um, I
2: mean, uh, played by Ava Mendez. Ava, so, Ava Green. Uh, at least a, a woman of Ava Green. I, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm the asshole here. I've I've confused my Ava's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shinji will never uh, win the day. Now. <laughs> Did, did that joke make sense? I don't really listen. I don't really watch
1: Evangelion, but. That did make sense. That would probably be extremely traumatic to be in the wrong Ava, which. Oh
0: boy.
2: Oh yeah. It, yeah, and you're wrong robot mom. Spoilers?
0: Mm hmm. Wait, remind me. Wait, his name is Shin, 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 Shinji? Shinji? Shinji. Shinji. Shinji woke trembling, his heart pounding, his breath coming <laughs> in gas. An enormous weight seemed to be pushing down on his body, and his limbs felt sluggish and bound. Honestly, like. It's a very versatile page like who doesn't this fit yeah hmm. yes so okay uh relatable we, we've heard relatable we've heard like sensuous or sensual uh in in, in terms of relating to senses mm-hmm. uh we've also heard sensual in terms of like uh somewhat erotic um
2: is he just a heroin addict
0: you know this i like i feel, just feel bad for the guy right now mm-hmm. like I mean, in the same way that I feel bad for myself, like uh, for all how how I cannot walk without all of my joints just popping uh, and making noise. Um, but yeah, this does not—I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I do wonder if like people who love Barnabas and love the way he looks at you see read this and are just like, "Oh, he's tortured," or like, I don't know, he just sounds kind of sad right now.
2: And and again, the context is. No one has seen Hyde nor Barnes for 27 years. Mm. And now here we come back with Angelique's descent to like, oh, man, I really miss this guy. Oh, he's not doing good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wonder. I mean, again, I know pretty much nothing about the show. I wonder if it ends with the kind of storyline where like he's cured of his vampirism and it's supposed to be like the big this can't go on anymore ending. And then in order for it to continue going on, he has to wake up from a nightmare and get some vials. Huh.
2: Sorry, I'm just sitting here trying to think who else would be funny to put in the opening line. I was like, <laughs> my head was going like Mayor McCheese. That seems too far. I mean, that would be.
1: Yeah, it's hard to picture Mayor McCheese sleeping because of the head. Oh yeah. Wow.
2: You would have you would have to cut a trench yeah. in the bed. Like one of those like couples beds where like you want like you have a divot for the arm to go around.
0: Mm-hmm. Um oh gosh. Uh Uh, Grimace. Grimace woke trembling, his heart pounding, his breath coming in gasps, An enormous weight seemed to be pushing down on his body. Hmm. Well, maybe not. I thought I had something there.
2: Would Grimace sleep, or would he just, like, would he sleep (laughs) on a bed, or be inserted, like, into a Grimace-shaped hole? Mm. With, like, a little mouthful?
0: uh, I definitely kind of feel like, like, there's just, like, a hole in the wall that he, like, squeezes himself into. Yeah.
2: Uh... (laughs) The Enigma of Amagara Fault, starring (laughs) Grimace. Exactly. Yes.
0: It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just a him upright shape. Uh, Also, good, good, good pull for, like, uh, getting that directly out of my head. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. When I just thought of it. Yeah, but to go back to a point you made before, like, so 27 years later, like, oh my gosh, I loved, I was so in love with him. Uh, And then, like, I would expect a little more... Like, a little more fan service, I guess, in a way. Like, mm. like, you want to see him... Unless this is what they want. We're, we're really doing some, like...
1: I mean, they're all 27 years older, so... <laughs> ooh,
2: yes. It's hard to imagine someone who was not alive and watching Dark Shadows when it was on the air picking this book up and being like, ooh. <laughs> oh." Although, if I saw this dude looking at me out of, like, a spinner rack, I might pick it up.
0: Yeah, it's pretty spicy. Okay, I don't want to... Uh, I have stumbled on the Dark Shadows fandom page. Uh-oh. Oh, oh! Uh, you got to be careful I here. I don't want I just don't want to I don't want to spoil the mystery of like what's going on. So I don't want to read anything. But I will say that this was one of two novels released mm-hmm. uh, and they planned more. But then HarperCollins sold their media tie in division.
2: Well, they also did some of those uh, big finish audios, right? The like the company that does doctor all those Doctor Who audio dramas. I think they I was looking around a little bit. I think they also did a couple of those with uh, based off of these books. Oh yeah! So you could hear Barnabas creak and moan as he wakes
0: up. Oh, really? This is like (laughs) this is this is like uh, discovering like TikTok stars. It's like oh gosh, there's a whole there's a whole world here. There's a whole economy that I never knew.
1: Also interesting. There were. 32 novels published essentially during the initial production run.
2: Oh, yeah. Those have some titles, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I seeing there? Uh, Secret of Barnabas Collins, the Demon of Barnabas Collins, the Foe of Barnabas Collins, the Phantom of Barnabas Collins, Barnabas Collins versus the Warlock, the Peril of Barnabas Collins, Barnabas Collins and the Mysterious Ghost. <laughs> Barnabas Collins and Quentin's Demon. Barnabas Collins and the uh, word we don't say anymore, which Barnabas Quentin and the Mummy's Curse.
1: Now you're in the Barnabas oh, Quinton section
2: in the mix at this point.
1: Yeah, this goes on for a while.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We have the Nightmare Assassin, the Crystal Coffin, the Witch's. Wait. Barnabas Quinton and the Witch's Curse. Was there not another? Did I not? Ever... That was the mummy's curse.
1: Mm. And then the. Okay. Barnabas Quinton and the Magic Potion, which sounds like a children's novel. Yeah. Barnabas
2: Quinton and the Scorpio Curse—they're really heavy on the curses.
1: Barnabas Quinton and Doctor uh, Jekyll's son—a crossover. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Barnabas Quinton and the Sea Ghost, the Mad Magician, the Hidden Tomb, the Vampire Beauty, and of course, the Secret of Victoria
1: Winters. Yeah, they really just sort of spiral into Scooby Dooism.
2: <laughs> but and it looks like several of these uh, take place, uh, like in Barnabas's long past, which does suggest once again vampire.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm and also like a, a another great use for like media tie-in right like like we can't de-age him well wait he's a vampire never mind yeah uh we can't we can't afford like the historically accurate uh set pieces for a historical you know like you ever like how much did the show highlander cost anyway sorry yeah. <laughs> well we'll come back to that but like I'm i'm still kind of also stuck on the one title you read uh and the mysterious ghost yeah
1: which is funny because that one has no description
0: <laughs> it is a very mysterious that, that's a meta mystery but like i don't know like he's a vampire like like who cares about ghosts i don't get it
2: okay so i'm way down a wikipedia hole right now okay uh, i went to i went to quentin's quentin collins's wikipedia page which of course he has mm-hmm. and i don't i don't really want to consider the character but i do want to consider the person who entered into the spouse section for this Dark Shadows character, I think one, two, three, four, five different fake women. (laughs) Five different fictional characters that this character was married to that they made sure that they cataloged on his Wikipedia page. Hmm. One of whom was Angelique Collins, so what's going on there? Oh, gosh. So, also...
0: (laughs) <laughs> we're, 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 we're we're well off the page now. But uh, so those books, all the books that you read were written by uh, Marilyn Ross, which was a pet name for William Edward Daniel Ross, who may have been the most prolific Canadian author ever, hmm. writing more than 300 novels in a variety of genres.
1: The first Quentin Collins is actually the third one shown in the TV series. This version of Quentin was introduced in episode one one zero nine in a storyline commonly referred to as the 1840 flashback
2: (laughs) let's see that's some erotic language
0: yeah i don't want to uh i don't know uh well i'll say this and we'll see how it comes out but like if an archive of our own or other fan fiction uh sites where people could write and read uh if something like that existed um how much of this would exist uh, in, in like published commercial form. Hmm. If that had been there in the 1970s. Yeah. Like, I'm just wondering if like people would have, I mean, maybe what w- w- would, would Laura Parker or someone else have fleshed out Angelique's descent, uh, from, from Martinique, I guess. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, or like, I don't know, like, like, is is this just something that like at a very specific historical moment, uh, when like paperbacks were still big, um, uh, like is is that what led to the what, what was it thirty four how many how many novels were there thirty two thirty three
1: thirty two going up until nineteen seventy two with Barnabas Quinton and the Vampire Beauty
2: like I I do think we need to like not discount the fact that this show was enormously popular among uh nerds of this era like this is not a small show for those people like I I, I know enough to know that people really really like it was a daily soap i think yeah and people really really watched it Uh
1: yeah like that's the thing that sort of makes it tough to get a read on this is that it's one of those things that seems to have had a very large presence and then disappeared like hard not that there isn't still the fandom but like you can forget it existed for long stretches of time if you're not directly involved with the fandom yeah like i can't go a week without hearing a twilight reference. But
2: yeah, aired weekly from 1966 to 1971. So every aired weekdays, rather not weekly. Hmm. God, that's a lot of episodes of TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, like something like that also just like churns through a lot of plot and also mm-hmm. like tree churn, like, you know, like, well, we already had a ghost like, no, that was a mysterious ghost. This is an avenging ghost. It's different. Mm-hmm. Like, well, run, you know. Uh, so I, I wonder if like with something like this or or I mean. Like, take comic books, right? Like, mm-hmm. everyone has their version. Not everyone, sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, every new and Earth, like, Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, everyone uh, is born with, like, uh, an idea of what Batman is or Superman. And if, like, the comics that are being published at a certain point deviate from that, then, like, that's just not real Batman, right? Uh, and I, I wonder if, like, I wonder how uh, consistent or coherent this soap opera was. And like, well, I guess that's my question. Uh, Is it possible? Like, we're we're kind of talking about the fans uh, as something of a monolith, but maybe people are getting like different things out of this series. Mm. So there's like someone who loves it for the erotic thrills and someone who's in it for the dark mystery and the erotic thrills. I mean, I think this covers clearly. I I think
2: it's I think it was mostly a show for people who like to look at men who looked like this, looking at them like this. Mm-hmm. Not to, not to be reductive, but I do think that it was a major part of the appeal. Mm-hmm, is oh, that's a that guy's got some serious cheekbones. Let's let's watch him be filmed on VHS.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I wonder if part of the reason that it's remembered at all is because of the fantastical elements. Because, like, a lot of soap operas tend to be very consumable in the sense that, like, you know, people burn through them and then, you know, continue on to the next one. Whereas we still occasionally talk about Dark Shadows because it Mm -hmm. taps into that nerd market as an extra bonus.
2: Yeah, I I think the Highlander parallel is a very strong parallel. Mm -hmm. This reminds me of the syndicated Highlander TV show where uh, in that I think it's something for my mom to watch. (laughs) Now I wonder if my my mom would have been like right in the wheelhouse on this. I wonder if she did watch it. I'll have to ask her.
1: (laughs) Duncan woke trembling, his heart pounding, his breath coming in gasps.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair.
2: Well, Uh, in that case, I'd be worried he was experiencing the quickening. hmm. Having just cut the head off of a fellow immortal.
0: Yeah, possibly a dear friend.
2: Is there a Highlander book we could be doing instead?
0: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) See, now, I don't know about you, but I just want to go through like like the, for, for me, like the, the syndicated TV shows of my childhood that were running on channel nine. It's like, uh, so, uh, oh God, what was, uh, what was George Papard's name in the A-team? Uh, John Hannibal Smith. Mm. Hannibal woke trembling, his heart pounding, his breath coming in gasps. Every <laughs> would Like, oh gosh, is there a team erotic fan fiction? Has to be, has to be. No doubt. No doubt. There must be.
1: I am certain there is. I'm not following up on this thread.
0: (laughs) This is all just an elaborate ploy to get you to Google things. Hmm. Um, But yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So the, okay. Uh, This is, this is me trying to like find some, some through lines in this, this madness, but like, uh, so here's this page, 27 years so later.
2: Y'all, y'all want to hear Faces Fantasy? Rest in peace. I have nothing to give back. Long time no see. Mary Sue saves the day. Please don't. Brazilian Night, The Spray Team, Past, Present, <laughs> Future, or Cream Filling Overload.
0: Oh, what so, was the third? What was the third from the, the start?
2: <laughs> third from the start was, I believe, uh, I have nothing to give back. These are all written by the same person, these first, like, <laughs> Three of these are all written by the same person. Mm-hmm.
1: So on the one hand, the spray team obviously has <laughs> some great classical name recognition. On the other hand, cream filling overload. Cream filling overload's It's <laughs> a great name. That that one. Yeah.
2: The uh, description tells me is a face slash Murdoch. So if you've ever wanted to imagine <laughs> Barclay from Star Trek getting it on with a cream filling overload, here you go.
0: That face and Murdoch, that doesn't make any sense. What, who would... Oh, man. No, I'm so angry. Uh... I,
2: I, like, I, I do genuinely wonder whether there's any Mr. T in any of these. It doesn't look like BA is getting a lot of play in these situations.
1: Hmm. Boy. I'm not going to even... Like, it seems like such an obvious option that the lack of it really makes you wonder some things that... <laughs>
2: So you could accuse racism, right? But also, yeah. like, the character is presented as kind of innocent and almost childlike in his way. So it might feel uncomfortable. Whereas mm-hmm. yeah, Face right. and Murdoch are much more worldly. Yeah.
0: Uh, the, the fact that B.A. Baracus is always being dosed <laughs> so that they can get him on yeah. a plane or something <laughs> seems like... Dosed with milk. Like,
2: dosed with, like, warm like, milk.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, a, there's at least a few reasons why we might want not want to touch that uh, topic. The spray team is, of course, by
2: Mucky Flucker, by the way. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, well, no, I, I, I clicked into that story, and there is definitely some B.A. Baraka stuff in there. So. Oh,
1: mm. good. Hooray. Bullet <laughs> <Well, it laughs> dodged or stepped in front of,
0: who can say? Uh, if there's one thing we can count on porn, it's healing the racial divides of the country. Um.
2: I would like to apologize to your listeners for uh, basically everything I've contributed to this episode.
1: Yeah, they saw your name in the title. Yeah, they knew what they were getting into.
0: Yes, yeah, the famous Will Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea. Like, oh, Will Hughes. He's probably going to talk about a team fan fiction again. That's his. That's his thing. But I don't know. So, well, actually, okay. One thing. I. I mean, honestly, if you wanted to call your mom uh, live on air, uh, we could have a first. But. um The Dark Shadows wiki notes that uh, it's it found its demographic niche in teenagers coming home from school uh, in time to watch the show, which like like is totally uh, well. I don't know. This Wikipedia page makes it sound like uh, it is uh, just like vampire romance for teens. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, A genre we're all familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it was like
2: TV friendly horniness, like TV friendly supernatural horniness that you could like probably get away with watching with your mom in the other room.
0: Mm-hmm. So why? I mean, it, it, is it just that this this niche is uh, glutted with like Vampire Diaries uh, and Twilight that it is not being rebooted uh, on the CW? Are there rights issues?
2: I can't imagine there are rights issues
0: because there was the, the
2: Tim Burton, the Tim Burton revival. Uh, I think it genuinely I think it's I think people think it's a show for old people, probably.
1: Mm. Oh. Yeah, I think it's I a very asked my mom,
2: did you ever watch Dark Shadows and I'm getting 3 dots back, so I'm very excited.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there
2: was a 1991 version.
1: Yeah, there's a 91 version and a 2004 pilot.
2: I think TV has a whole has a hard time is accepting that sometimes a brand is just dead. Mm-hmm. Like it got its 12 25 episodes.
0: Mhm. All right.
2: Uh, Answer back a little bit, not faithfully. I did tour the house DS used a couple of years ago, though. So that's (laughs) exciting.
0: I like the like. I'm aware of it. Uh, I did take a tour. Uh, Also, sorry. Apparently, there was a CW show planned in 2020. Oh, Uh, of course there was. (laughs) Well, that answers my question.
1: Also, apparently, the 1991 series had Joseph Gordon Levitt. Hmm. (laughs) Yep.
0: That would have been
2: pre 30, uh, 3rd Rock. That would be very young Joseph. That would be like kid Joseph. That would have been like right around Angels in the Outfield. Maybe even pre?
0: Mm. Oh, God. Angels in the Outfield.
2: Oh, and then she followed up. It was on right after I got home from school. Oh, there we go. There we go. We did it. (laughs) My mom solved it.
1: Mm. Okay. Proper citation for Wikipedia.
0: That seems like... (laughs) I like they're like, well, we we have one data point. That seems good enough. Guys, I've listened to this show. One data point's pretty good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that savage burn, or, uh, any, any final thoughts on this, this page that we have talked about, uh, exhaustively? I think I've covered most of my thoughts. Your aberrant thoughts. Hmm. Vin woke trembling, his heart pounding, his breath coming in gas.
1: Yeah, that, that is also fairly accurate. Um, oh, there was, there actually was one thing I noted that I have forgotten. So this is actually looking at the text. Did anyone else, when you got to the line, he dug his fingers into the pillow, smothering his face, think for several seconds that someone was attempting to murder him?
0: Uh, I did have that moment of having to, like, readjust to be like, oh no, okay, I see, he's just yeah, mm. tangled up in his bed clothes.
2: Yeah, is he laying on his back or his stomach there, you think?
0: Is this wild if he's laying on his back? Yeah. I do wonder, you know, like, we, we get so much about, like, his internal feelings, and just, like, little glimpses of the world, um, I wonder if both like, A, for the writer, like internal feelings are going to be much more important than external uh, facts about the world. Mm-hmm. But also uh, we're expected to come in with some understanding of what his room looks like. Like, is this a coffin or? No, it
2: can't be a coffin. Can't be a coffin. You don't put sheets in a coffin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's also sleeping next to Julia, and I don't think that they make coffins for two. Well, I,
2: I think she's in another room. Hmm. I don't, I don't yeah, think Julia's I d- in the room. That's a good question. Hmm. Oh, we'll never know. No, we
0: won't. Well, yeah. Is it is anyone uh thinking of reading this uh just to find out?
1: I mean, I think I'd have to watch the series first. Mm -hmm. You know, just to have all the to follow the storylines. Context is important.
0: Yeah. That would be nice if like a comic book also, like certain soap operas or uh media tie-ins advertise themselves as like the perfect jumping on point. Mm. Well, Will, I know you've got that Garfield book lined up next. Yeah, that's very exciting for me. That's uh, I'm gonna I, right now. I'm
2: reading a, a place of greater safety about the French Revolution, but I'm gonna mm. put that aside for a tale
0: of two kitties. <laughs> I mean, thematically uh, related, right? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. What I'm what I'm really trying not to say, uh, Vin, is uh, when you when you hit the sentence that said aberrant thoughts, did you uh, immediately flash back to our role playing game?
1: Uh, I did, yes, yeah, specifically uh, in, in the
0: aberrant system. Yeah, it is. It's funny how certain words get. Uh, uh taken over by certain meetings or times in your life. Just recontextualized. Yeah.
2: So okay. Would a Garfield tabletop game be fun?
0: Yes. <sighs> okay. Like, are you are you all Garfield's are all Garfield some... types, I think. Mm, mm. I think maybe
2: Garfield is like one of those characters who doesn't get statted so you can't kill him.
0: hmm mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, you're thinking everyone's Garfield adjacent. Yeah okay sorry i i I, w- I was thinking uh i was thinking of board game uh no no i'm, I'm thinking like a full white wolf
2: adaptation garfield uh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. the uh-huh the lasagna the, 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 the first draft joke is lasagna-ing and that's right, not right good. right 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 i mean
0: I, I honestly i was gonna say the first the first draft joke was the fattening but like i don't that, yeah that, that doesn't mm-hmm. seem that
1: might be a title uh, of a garfield book already <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my God! Just it's just a regular Garfield collection, but the cover is just one of those old school
0: White Wolf ones with like the big <laughs> oh. logo right on the front. Gosh! You now, like if, if like Tim Bradstreet illustrated a uh, Garfield, that would mm-hmm. be just like nice black and white crisp lines. Um, yeah, I bet okay. somebody's done a one page, uh, like a one page Garfield game. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, lasagnas and feelings. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but like the classic White Wolf scenario is like you have one stat that measures you know your humanity or you know etc and like you need to you need to be careful about that. So like what 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 makes Garfield what is the like uh monster he is lest a monster he becomes stat of Garfield Oh
2: I, I got it I got it right right off the right off the dome. It's a seven dot track mm-hmm. and it starts on Tuesday and it ends on Monday. <laughs> 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 Oof
0: yeah okay. I guess you could call it like uh uh garfield the weakening but it's not about getting weaker it's about the week going on Ooh,
1: i do like that
0: i was thinking the normaling oh yeah yeah yeah
1: i've definitely found a mock-up <laughs> of an old D D red box cover uh for dumb johns and nermals <laughs> <laughs> with the tagline it's never monday when you're on an adventure with america's favorite cat oh wow god
2: humanity does some wonderful things
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently that was from a game that someone actually pitched to pause Inc
2: I mean if they need playtesters hit me up
1: mm. <laughs> on that
2: note we are pushing up against time
1: <laughs> Will where can people find you online
2: uh, they, if they like the stupid stuff I said they can check out everything to guppy on the duck feed network uh, everything to guppy.cat it's a uh, four times a week kind of comedy podcast about video games, sort of. Uh, if you liked any of the very brief, smart things I said, check me out. Uh, I'm a staff writer at the AV Club. Uh, you can see my game reviews, TV reviews, uh, news stories, et etc there.
0: Thanks for joining us on Dark and Stormy Nights. I've been your host, Ben Blackberg. And you can find me on Twitter at InCatastrophe.
1: And I've been your other host, Vin LeBate. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Reciprocity. You can find the games that I write at Mr. And you can find my other podcast, The Chimera, at thechimera.space, on Twitter at Chimerapod, or on your podcast app of choice. For show updates, follow Dark Knights Reads on Twitter or visit DarkNightsReads.com. And we'll meet you back here next week.